0: Emanuel, pastor of the Smyrna, Maranatha, and Natchitoches First Seventh-day Adventist churches here in Alexandria and Natchitoches, Louisiana. We desire to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to a dying world in the final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Would like to send you greetings from the Maranatha Smyrna and Seventh Day Adventist Churches here in the city of Alexandria. Would like to read a text to you. This is Doctor Christopher Manuel. Um, read a text to you from Psalm 32, verse seven and eight, and I'm going to also read Exodus chapter seven, verses one through three. Psalm 32, seven and eight reads: "Thou art my hiding place; thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance, Salah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with mine eye. And over here in Exodus chapter 7, verses 1 through 13, and it reads, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of his land. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments." And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth mine hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded, so did they. And Moses was fourscore years old, and Aaron fourscore years and three years old when they spake unto Pharaoh. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, when Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you. Then you shall say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh, and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called them wise men and the sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt, they did also in like manner with their enchantments, for they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, and he hardened Pharaoh's heart, but he hearkened not unto them as the Lord had said. I would like to talk to you upon the subject god's guidance through a tragedy god's guidance through a tragedy looking at this story here we talk about uh, what's going on in our situation today we realize that we are in the midst of a pandemic there's a lot of things that's going on there is death on every side the cases of those who have contracted the disease is going up by the hundreds day by day in the United States and it seems as if it's becoming greater and greater and it seems as if the magnitude of this whole thing it has breached our psychological mind it has breached our physical and our spiritual mind and it seems as if society is running in a panic and it seems as if they can't get to where they think they would desire to go and it seems as if it's bringing us into the mindset of of a panic that we forget. How we've been blessed by God in the past We receive all of this information And what has been told to us And how this pandemic reached us We had been given as a nation Information long time ago By the former President Barack Obama Where he was talking in a press conference conference In 2014 Not just a press conference It was a talk to the nation He said we ought to have infrastructures in place In case a pandemic breaks out five years from now. He accounted the very year, 2019 of November, where it got our attention. And then from then on, there were other things done of the current the current administration, who laid things aside and said it wasn't that serious. But now we are here in 2020, in April, and the government has shut down. It seems as if uh, there's there's nobody working at their jobs. Only things that are open now are the essential places to go. Hmm. Hospitals are now overrun with people who have contracted COVID-19, the coronavirus. We have many deaths. There have been more deaths in the United States in the last two and a half months than it have been in the nations who contracted the virus before us. How can we possibly seek God's guidance through this tragedy? There are some people that you probably know have fallen asleep in the Lord. That means that they've died. And it's hurt you and it's cut you to the core. And you're asking yourself, God, how in the world? Could you allow a thing like this to occur? Could you allow a thing like this to happen? This is our today's stage. This COVID-19, this coronavirus. We're in the midst of a milieu of a pandemic that America has not seen in years. Wondering what God's hand has been allowed to do. Why has God's hand had allowed these things to happen? Why has the angels that sits upon the four corners of this earth allowed this thing to come? Why weren't we as citizens of this country, were not so much prepared for such a pandemic. We have to remember then to be encouraged by what our Lord says. And we look at, well, where did all this come from? In order before, before we get to the encouragement part, we have to see that nothing, as Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, nothing new is under the sun. We have to consider And understand that when we go back to the story here, in Exodus chapter 7, verses 1 through 13, we have to consider some things. uh, There there, there was a, yeah, there was a plague that fell then. That's what it's called now. This pandemic, this COVID-19 is considered a plague. So when we go back here to Exodus, the 7th, Chapter in verses 1 through 13, we have to discover in this text that Moses and Aaron, this is the second time that they were allowed to come before Pharaoh. And then at this time, Pharaoh tells, um, is getting ready to tell them something. However, God mentions to the boys, uh, you know, Moses and Aaron, he, he said, Look, I'm going to harden his heart. And the children of Israel are in the midst of a pandemic. They are there right there along with the Egyptians. But all of the stuff that happened there happened together with them. They were able to see the plague of the frogs. They were able to see the plague of the flies. They were able to see the plague of the locusts. And they were all in here, but God had sent Moses and Aaron, as it says in verse 4 of Exodus 7. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hand upon Egypt. And what is he going to do? Bring forth mine armies and my people the children of israel out of the land of egypt by great judgments even in the midst of this pandemic god says he's going to bring us out he's going to bring us through he's going to bring us over although it may seem as if that this thing is not going to happen god when you're going to do this god when you're going to do that but right now sometimes we have to see that when God's hand is stayed from a thing, anything could happen. God's guidance through this tragedy, he said, verse 4, that he was going to bring them out. He was going to bring them through. However, in the midst of all this bringing, he said he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart. We are encouraged by the text, which is telling us in Psalms 32 and verses 7 through 8, and it says that you are my hiding place. Oh, in the midst of this COVID pandemic, we have to remember that thou art my hiding place, O oh God. You shall preserve me from trouble, you shall compass me about with songs of deliverance. Do you have your song today? Are you encouraged? By what God is desiring to do. What will he say? He says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you shall go. I will guide you with mine eye. No need to worry while we're in the midst of this pandemic. No need to fret while we're in the midst of this pandemic. No need to get beside yourself while we're in the midst of this pandemic. Do you know why? Because there is one whose hand is larger than anything else in the world. There is one who can add just a drop of his concern and give peace to those who are in chaos and give joy to those who are in sorrow. His name is Jesus. He's holding our hand through this thing. If there's anybody that can have uh, any type of leeway over us that can help us through and deliver us through this pandemic, his name is Jesus. He said, I'm going to instruct you and keep you. (laughs) I, I know how to let you find me as a hiding place, Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place. Of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 7 of Psalm 32, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. If there's ever a time in this thing, there's ever a time that we needed help and that we needed hope, that we need direction to get out, to get over, to get through or get by, It's a time right now, brothers and sisters. How in the world did we get ourselves in this thing? I'm not concerned about so much how did we get into it. I'm concerned about God's hand moving us out. Amen. Go right there for somebody. We have to consider that it's God that's going to deliver us. It's God that's going to free us. It is God that's keeping us from contracting coronavirus. It is God that wants us to contract his spirit that it may beat back the virus. He says ten thousand, he said, a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near nigh thee. Well, where is the hope through this thing, Pastor? Well, I'm glad that you asked because if going through anything like this, wherever you're going through it mentally, spiritually, socially, emotionally, financially, academically, you can't go to school, kids can't graduate, people can't go to work, there's a stimulus plan being given to us in a couple of more weeks, we don't know if we're going to get the whole part or or partial, you can't be so much concerned about if you're going to get the whole part or if it's going to become partial, but our greatest concern is that that we open up those two brand new things when we get up in the morning, call eyes. That we see another brand new day. That he has blessed us to see, witness, and behold. Because when he does that, he's still, talking about Jesus, (laughs) he still lets us know that he has purpose and planned for us. Here is the hope in going through, and God's going through a, a tragedy. Here's the hope in which God has given us today. He says, Beloved, let not your heart be troubled. (laughs) If you believe in God, just believe also in me, Jesus says. He says, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. That's John 14, if you're looking for a scripture reference. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. See, that's enough for me right there. I'm going, he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you in the midst of a place where you don't have to worry about anything spreading, in the midst of a place where you don't have to uh, worry about not working, in the midst of a place where the wicked will cease from troubling and that the weary shall be at rest. Could you finish this for us, Jesus? He says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Look at that promise. He says, if I'm going to prepare a place for you, you I know that if if I'm going there, I want you to. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited to join me at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church every first and second Saturday for Divine Worship Service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana, and on the third and fourth Saturday for Divine Worship Service at 10 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 45 17 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Beloved your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on the air. Send your correspondence to 916 Richmond Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana 71 713-